Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote comes from Dr. Karen Zinn. Fasting is something that has been around forever. What's up, Keto Camper? Hope you're doing well today. So grateful to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to share Dr. Karen Zinn with you, who's the author of a couple books, great titles by the way, What the Fat and What the Fast. She hails from New Zealand as a registered dietitian, and she teaches and researches in the area of nutrition, both from public health and a sports performance perspective. On this episode, she's gonna break down many benefits of fasting and how fasting has been mentioned in the Bible 78 times. Fasting could help with the brain, it could help with fat loss, whether you have five pounds to lose or 200 pounds to lose. But my favorite thing that she's gonna share is this feast-famine approach, anabolic versus catabolic. I talk about this a lot on the Keto Camp Podcast. The terms I use is mTOR versus autophagy. Remember, mTOR, which stands for mammalian target of rapamycin, Whenever you hear mTOR, think of growth, think of bodybuilders, think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You are growing, you are in an anabolic state, which is not necessarily a bad thing unless you are always or most of the time in an anabolic state. We don't wanna stimulate mTOR most of the time, we wanna stimulate it from time to time. The problem that happens when you're stimulating mTOR and you're in an anabolic stage for too long well, then cells begin to duplicate, and sometimes those cells that duplicate are not healthy cells, so it leads to disease, it leads to cancer. This is one of many reasons why bodybuilders die younger than the average person. They die about 12 to 14 years younger than the average person because they're consistently in this mTOR phase. Now, when we look at the opposite of mTOR, we know it's autophagy, it's catabolic. We love autophagy, we talk all about it, ways to stimulate autophagy through exercise, fasting, certain ingredients, but we don't want too much autophagy because that's too catabolic. Once your body's done breaking down the bad stuff and cleaning out those cells, it's gonna use the good cells, the good protein, so you could be too catabolic. There is an art to this, and that's exactly what I teach in the Keto Camp Academy. So if you are serious about learning how to master a low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic diet, and then also pairing it with variations of fasting so you can master this feast-famine, autophagy, mTOR balance, I wanna show you the way. I have a four-pillar approach which I have outlined in the Keto Camp Academy. Whether you are brand new to keto or you have been doing keto for a few years, this academy is for you. There are sections in there for you. So if you wanna learn more, head over to Keto Camp Academy. Com. What you're going to get with your membership is over 100 plus videos of content which is updated every single week. We have videos on keto, fasting, we have workout templates, there's going to be workout videos in there soon. We have sections on sleep, self-development, fitness, fat loss 101, and so much more. There's exclusive interviews in there. Also, you get keto meal plans, keto grocery shopping lists, you get all my books in digital format and you get a monthly coaching call with me in the private Facebook group. This is all for a low monthly cost of $39 per month. 
With that being said, there is still a special going on for founding members. If you want to get in at that special, it's $27 per month. Cancel anytime. So if you're hearing this message in time, head over to ketocampacademy.com and I'd love to teach you everything I know about keto and fasting. So let's get into this episode with Dr. Karen Zinn. She gave a brilliant lecture at Auckland University of Technology and here is a snippet from that lecture. Fasting is is something that's been around for ever pretty much. Um, in fact, I came across a book last week from the 80s and it talks about the fact that intentional fasting um, is cited in the Bible 78 times. So interesting. But um, you know, it, it's been around forever, yet when you look at the research, um, we've got a, we haven't got um, a, a wealth of research to inform us. We've got a good starting body um, of, of literature, particularly in, um, in, in rats and mice. There's a, there's a small body of research in humans. And, um, and I'm going to communicate some of the research to you. I have been doing um, fasting with my clients in clinical practice. I'm a, I'm a practicing dietitian um, and I've been doing low carb for the last five or six years and have only kind of incorporated intermittent fasting into my practice the last year or so. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak preview as to the, the method that we've come up with that we think um, is going to help a lot of people with a, a lot of their, their, their issues and, and ailments. Um, but before I want to talk, before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about the benefits and the science around fasting. And really, in a nutshell, it's about um, it's about creating optimal health, finding optimal health. That's that's why we're all here. We all want to uh, subscribe to the live long, drop dead philosophy. We want to live to the ripe old age of 90s or, or beyond, um, but we want to live well. Um, and then we want to just die in our sleep. I mean, that's the <laughs> ultimate goal. Or I'd be happy to get knocked off my mountain bike when I'm 98 in the forest. That would be, that would be excellent. I'd die happy. Um, so to achieve optimal health, it's about creating a balance between um, living in a state of anabolism and catabolism. And what I mean by that is um, an anabolic state or anabolism is, is where, we, where we have growth and development. So typically when you feed the cells, when you eat. Um, and catabolism is where we break down. So we have to be able to uh, break down things before we can build up new things. Uh, so, so fasting um, is, is quite good because, of course, um, our, our typical, uh, typical day um, is, guided by our, uh, is our, guided by our Ministry of Health um, and wider guidelines, suggests that we need to eat every two or three hours. So we're constantly in that anabolic state. We're constantly feeding ourselves. And I have to say, thank goodness for Mother Nature, who has, um, who, who definitely has our backs and has has placed sleep as a non-negotiable. So at least we are getting a period of time where we are in in a catabolic state. But unfortunately, we have busy lives, and we all love our phones, and we all get up early and, and do things. So our period of sleep is getting shorter and shorter. So again, we want to um, we want to extend the period that we are in a catabolic state, so that we can uh, build and, and regrow. Right, so on to fasting. So I, you know, there, there are so many benefits to fasting and there's so many different ways and there's no one established protocol. So I want to, I want to summarize fasting benefits and science in, into six key points. 
The first one is weight loss, and I think weight loss, you know, it always deserves a category on its own because um, so many people are trying to achieve um, a, a healthy weight for themselves. And I think we've been very unsuccessful in the past in, um, in, in achieving and obtaining weight loss maintenance. You can jump up and down and lose weight loss. It's, it's kind of easy. But keeping it off long term is not so easy. And our current way of guiding people, which is really all about persistent daily calorie restriction, doesn't work long term. So typically, you know, if, if you want to lose weight, you reduce your calories by about five, six hundred, um, and you, you, know, you, you establish that calorie deficit and you lose weight. Um, but we know that doesn't work long term for various reasons. And one of the reasons why we believe it doesn't work long term is that it creates hormonal havoc. So it, it, it causes changes in our hunger fullness hormones, our leptin and our ghrelin. And eventually, we get to a point where we just get too hungry and, and we can't really maintain the hours and hours of, of energy out exercise to, um, to obtain that, that lower weight, that we just get hungry and start eating and we tend to pile on more weight than we did before. So fasting um, can potentially come into its own here um, simply by keeping the body guessing. And... Um, what I mean by that is that on some days, um, you might have very low calories or even no calories. And on other days, you might have higher calories than you would otherwise have if you were restricting. So the body doesn't see that as a massive threat and it doesn't adjust its hormonal milieu to try and um, establish the weight um, at a certain point so that it, um, so that it, it doesn't actually get into any strife. So fasting can be very helpful for that. I use fasting um, for weight loss for two types of people. People who have a lot of weight to lose um, and for people who have very small amount of weight to lose and particularly for people who are stuck in that LCHF space. They're doing everything right and they're not moving and fasting can be an incredible tool to help just get that one, two or three Ks off and keep it off. Of course, it's got to be sustainable. Glycemic control um, and, and, other, um, and other conditions. So, so fasting is just really an extension of LCHF or the ketogenic diet, which of course is just the extreme end of LCHF. And um, it helps to improve insulin sensitivity. Um, one of our biggest problems we have is hyperinsulinemia. Um, it's a great hangman word for those people who play online hangman. Um, and it's a term that is not, um, it's not really on the map as much as it should be. And it's one of the biggest problems um, that we have. It's chronically elevated levels of insulin. And that often goes undiagnosed because we can have very high levels of insulin um, while we still have normal glucose control. So you are seemingly normal, but you've got high levels of insulin circulating. And when you've got high levels of insulin circulating, you can't burn fat, it switches off fat burning, and it also is toxic to almost every system in the body. So fasting can help there. Inflammation, again, fasting as an extension of LCHF. Studies have shown that there have been reductions in some of the inflammatory markers, TNF-alpha, interleukin-6, and CRP. Again, um, you know, um, Steve Finney and Jeff Volek have done some fabulous work on LCHF and looking at inflammatory markers. And again, uh, 
Walter Longo is the guy that we can in attribute a lot of this fasting research um, to, and he's really extending this into some fabulous areas, very exciting. The immune system is also um, well influenced by fasting, and we know that fasting has the potential to um, help st uh, stem cell regeneration, and that has a potential for, um, it has huge potential for the management of immune conditions, um, autoimmune conditions, and also um, periods of time where you have treatment that damages the immune system, such as cancer. So um, Dawn's going to talk um, a lot more about you know, how keto and fasting can influence um, cancer therapy and, um, and issues around it. Then we have the brain. Um, and of course we know that when you get into ketosis, you produce uh, ketones, you, you get into nutritional ketosis, and that um, you know, evidence is showing us that ketones are very neuroprotective. Um, and there's some good starting research showing um, that there is a protective effect of circulating ketones with neurological conditions like dementia and Alzheimer's, um, and also brain cancer is another one. So a very, very exciting area there. Like I said, the science, the actual studies, um, they don't exist in a form that we can say this is, this is definitely the case, but the proof of concept and, um, and the potential is definitely there and exciting. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you go check out Dr. Karen Zinn's work. I'm gonna put a link for this exact lecture. It's about 28 minutes long. Go give it a watch or a listen on the Low Carb Down Under YouTube channel. They have a great YouTube channel with a lot of great content, so subscribe to their channel. The name of this video is Dr. Karen Zinn on Fat and Fasting. Go get her books over at whatthefatbook.com. I will also put a link for her books in the notes of this podcast and also a link for this video in the podcast, so make sure you go check out those resources. Just a reminder for you, if you're interested in learning more about keto and fasting and digging deeper so you can get results that stick, then head over to ketocampacademy.com, learn about the Keto Camp Academy, become a member today. Last thing I wanna mention is that this episode was sponsored by the world's healthiest olive oil, which is the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. Look, the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club, absolutely delicious. It is not only the highest quality olive oil you will find, but I'm telling you, you know it's the real deal because when you have it, it burns the throat, it burns the tongue, makes the tongue a little fuzzy because it's rich in polyphenol. So if you're serious about reducing inflammation and getting more results with keto, then you gotta use the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club because most of the stuff you're gonna find on the shelf in the grocery store will not have this effect. If you wanna try a $39 bottle for one buck, head over to ketocampoliveoil.com and get that deal for keto campers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcast, iTunes, it really makes a big difference. And take a screenshot of this episode, so I know you listened to it, and tag me on Instagram on your story or on your profile. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll make sure I see that and I share that on my story and we'll get some other keto campers following you back. And also use the hashtag keto camp because I search that frequently. Thank you very much for listening to this entire episode. We released three brand new episodes on the Keto Camp podcast every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So if you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button and you'll hear me on the next episode.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.